0: I'm glad to be here, and yes, you already know, so don't leave, you get me twice this morning, okay, folks, so, and I'm thrilled to do that. First, let me say, many have asked if Mick and I got moved in okay. Yes, we had about 12 or 14 people helping us out, and we had about 13 pieces of furniture, so, you know, one per. And so it worked out really well. Paul, thank you very much. Bob, several guys, and two wonderful ladies brought us a bunch of Subway sandwiches in the midst of the day. That was a surprise. So we had great fellowship and a great time together. And so we are blessed, and we are now residents of Virginia Beach. Uh And I've told you, This is the fourth time we've been residents of Virginia Beach. We started in 1970 and we moved away and we came back and we moved away and we came back and moved away and now we're back for the fourth time. Thank you, Lord. We're glad to be here. Now, I have much to share with you. I am so thankful for the song and for Beth and for prayers and for worship, and we're going to get to that in a minute, but I need your attention because I want to talk to you a little bit now about what in the world is a transitional pastor. Does anybody in here know? Please raise your hand if you know. Bob, put your hand down. (laughs) He harasses me all the time. Good gracious. All right. That is not, now you know what a pastor is, and most of you know what an interim pastor is. But a transitional pastor is a new kind of term, and it is something that I've been very involved in and familiar with over the last uh, about 13 years. And it is a very God-led, effective kind of ministry, and it is something that the Pastor search Committee and the church has asked me to be. So I am your transitional pastor. Now what in the world does that mean? The fact is, is that interim pastor and transitional pastor are sort of the same thing because a transitional pastor is not permanent. Now, that's not because I don't like you, because I like you a lot, I love you a lot. But I am here for a period of time to help with the transition from your former pastor. And then here's the key. We're all leading toward your next pastor, your lead pastor that you will bring into this midst Somewhere in the future months. And that will be a blessing, but it's going to be more of a blessing because of what I and we all do during this transition time. Now, you may have thought that, well, we have called Pastor Don to be our transitional pastor, so we can kind of sit back and let him do the work. Nope, not so, folks. This is a teamwork operation and you'll learn more about that in a minute. Now, when I'm before you, I usually don't have a lot of notes. And I thank the Lord for that. I just like to talk to you. But I wrote a bunch of stuff down today, okay, in my little book. Because I want to be sure that I'm covering this so that you will know and understand more of what this transitional process is about. So, a transitional process and a transitional pastor is a guided process that prepares the congregation to receive a new lead pastor. Remember, that's the ultimate objective, so that this church will be better prepared, stable, healthy, moving, loving, being together, so that when the lead pastor comes in a few months, that he can hit the ground running and and it will be so, so much better. Also, the transitional process is to help the church stay focused on its mission and enhance the church's effective ministry as they prepare for this new pastor. So it's all a very positive kind of thing, even though we may be dealing with some difficulties or struggles. Now, while I'm here, there are some things that I am, that I want to do, and I will do and I'm already doing, because a transitional pastor is your preacher. Uh, You've already given me the privilege over the past several months, and now certainly during this time, I have the privilege of preaching, and I will and do preach from the Bible, and I preach the Word of God. I preach truth. So I look forward to more preaching opportunities. Now, I'm your pastor. Now, preacher and pastor... See, sometimes an interim pastor is a preacher, but he's not really a pastor. <laughs> because a pastor takes care of the, the church family. Uh, I'm here to do everything that a pastor does. Funerals, weddings, visitation, hospital ministry, administration, staff work, uh, Bible teaching, Uh that's what the transitional pastor does. So I want to be and I am your pastor. And I love that privilege. Also I am and will be a counselor for you. Now I want to say a couple of things about that. Most of you realize that I am a, the best word is I am a professional counselor. I'm a psychologist, but I'm a Christian psychologist, I'm an ordained minister. And I love serving the church, and I will do some counseling while I'm here. But now the counseling that I will do here as pastor of your church, I'm not going to do and I cannot do in-depth psychotherapy. Now, that's a big word that some of you understand, some of you may not. But at my counseling office in Franklin, and I will be there three days a week, and I'll be here three days a week. I'll explain that to you a little bit later. But at my counseling office, I do in-depth psychotherapy. I see some people for six weeks, six months, a year. I see some people for three or four years. And I help them deal with life. And that is a very in-depth process that I don't need to go into. But the counseling that I do here, I'm going to be here all day Saturday, all day Sunday, and all day Monday. And I will be in the office on Saturday morning. And if you need some counseling related to life or struggles or relationships or church issues or anything like that, then I'm fine with you coming up saying, Pastor, can we talk? Can we get together? I'm going to use Saturday mornings to do any of that and anything else that the Lord presents. But that will be part of my counseling ministry. But it will be on a limited basis. It can't go for a long term because I've got a lot of other things that I will be doing, want to be doing, as your transitional pastor. So, but if you need to talk to me in a counseling realm, please feel free to approach me. Please let me know, and we will work out something that, that would suit you. Also, I'm a, I'm a consultant. I've already done some consulting here in the church over the last few weeks and months. Unfortunately, and I don't like this term, I'm what's called a church conflict consultant. Now folks, i got to tell you, I'm real sorry that churches need a conflict consultant because the Lord wants us to be peaceful, wants us to be loving, wants us to be in good relationships, and unfortunately churches, and I've done this for the last several years, They sometimes need somebody to come in and help them get some of these relationships straightened out. And so that is part of what I will do here. I will consult with you, with church leadership, with deacons, with individuals, with anyone that needs it, and we're going to deal with conflicts. And I hate conflicts, but I'm willing to work with it because God wants us to get them straightened out. And so I will be a consultant. But I also, in this, this term, I really, really like. I don't know that much about it because I'm not a country boy, but I'm going to be the shepherd. Now, the shepherd is a really great term in my concept. Because biblically, we understand that who is the great shepherd? Jesus, John 10. He is the good shepherd. And he loves his people, and he takes care of them. I am an under-shepherd. That's the best way to term it. I'm going to seek the same spirit that Jesus would give to all of us, but I'm going to seek it as I take care of you. And I'm going to shepherd you. I'm going to protect you. I'm going to communicate with you. I'm going to relate to you. I'm going to seek you out, and you'll understand more of that in just a moment, as a transitional pastor. And so, therefore, I'm going to be a shepherd. And my objectives here are some objectives, and I'll go over a few more in a minute to lead the church toward unity, to heal the hurts of the church, to promote loving fellowship, and to focus the church on the mission that we have before us. Now, those are very important concepts because we need unity, we need good fellowship, we need for hurts to be healed to be smoothed out, and for us to move forward as God leads us as we move toward calling your next pastor sometime in the next months. Now, how and why am I qualified to do this? Now, I have a little trouble with this, and I want you to hear it loud and clear, because I'm not a conceited man, I'm not a braggart, I am a confident, secure man. And I am only qualified, listen carefully please, I am only qualified because I have certain God-given skills and gifts that I can share with this congregation. I don't want anybody saying, well, Don Solomon is this, Don Solomon is that. I'm Pastor Don under God's leadership, and therefore I am, through his grace, qualified to handle this task. And I feel extremely secure and confident in that because he has asked me, led me, led this church for us to be in this transitional process. Also, I want you to know that many years ago, as I was reading through my Bible reading on that particular day, I was reading in the book of Colossians. And if you go this afternoon and take your Bible, or even right now, and go to chapter 1, I want you to look at verse 24 and 25, and you will understand that as I read that, it's the Apostle Paul writing that, and he's talking about the church needing to know Jesus Christ more, and needing to know the fullness of Jesus Christ. And then the Apostle Paul says... And by God's commission, I am called to serve the church. I read that, this was back in the 90s somewhere. I read that, and as I read that in my Bible, I wrote out beside it, I am to be a pastor. That was, now I was already in the ministry. I've been in the ministry for a long time. But that was a confirmation that I was to give pastoral leadership to churches. Well, since then, I have been the pastor, the interim pastor, the transitional pastor of several churches. And for that, I'm very thankful. I know, and I'm going to emphasize, I know that I'm called to be a pastor, and I know that I'm called to be the transitional pastor of King's Grand Baptist Church. And over these years, I've, I've been in the ministry since 1965. Now, somebody do the math. I think that's 57 years. Is that correct? You can correct me if you need to. I don't mind. So I've been in ministry and in churches and in leadership for a long time. The result of that, along with several other things I'm going to say, is I do have a God-given, there it is again, a God-given maturity that has come from 57 years of working and of serving and of doing what God's asked me to do. Now, in that 57 years, I've learned a lot, and I've served a lot, and I've worked a lot, and I've grown a lot, and I've made some mistakes. Oh, no. Y'all don't make mistakes, right? Please understand that I'm admitting that I'm at Admitting that I've made some mistakes. Now, in our mistakes, your mistakes and mine, we need to learn. Well, I've learned a lot through my mistakes. And some of them have caused sufferings in me and in others. But I've learned a lot. And the Lord has forgiven some of my mistakes and has grown me up to the point where there is a maturity in my spirit and in my personhood that God has given to me that I now have the ability to have security and confidence to be sitting here right now saying this that I'm saying to you. The other thing that, uh, other qualifications for me, I believe totally in the Lord and his spirit for creating a loving fellowship at King's Grand Baptist Church. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be the transitional process. That will, these will be vehicles you will be vehicles, but the Lord's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is going to create a loving fellowship right here. I love people, and I love working with people, and I love you. I have been thrilled to be here for several months. I've been preaching for you since May, and it has been a joy for me, and you're gracious to me and helpful to me, and you, you reach out to my wife, and we appreciate that. But I do need to say one thing. Sometimes people decide to be obstinate. They decide that they want to go another direction. They want to do it some other way than what God's asking them. Now, I'm going to reach out to them. I'm going to love them. And I'm going to continue to love them. I'm going to pray for them. However, if they're going to continue to be obstinate, then I'm going to go someplace else and find people that I can minister to and that I can love and that I can relate to, that I can be involved in God's work with. Now you say, but Pastor Don, isn't that kind of harsh? Well, I don't think it's harsh because I'm going to still love them and pray for them. But if they don't want to participate in what God is leading us to do here at King's Grant, then we're going to have. Find a bunch of people, you, and we're going to get on with the program. Now, I base that on the very character and the behavior of Jesus Christ. Go to Matthew 23. Do you know Matthew 23? Most people don't read it much. He spends that whole time issuing woes to the Pharisees. He calls them a brood of vipers because they were. They were being legalistic and they were being uh, opponents to Jesus Christ. Uh, What did he tell the disciples? If they go into town, you go into the town and you minister, you love the people, you relate, you go to their homes. But if the people don't welcome you, if the people are against you, what are you supposed to do? Shake the dust off your feet and go on down the road and find somebody that you can share God's love with. So I love people, and I'm going to operate in a spirit of love. And if I never show you love, then please tell me. I would never want to hurt anybody. I would want to love you completely and totally. But we're going to go on with the program as far as loving and fellowship and relationship and doing what God's asked us to do. Qualification for me. I'm very thankful for for what I'm about to say. Everybody sitting here has at least one Holy Spirit gift. That's what Scripture says. You have a gift, or gifts. I am thrilled I have four. Now, this is not bragging, no. But I know that through the Holy Spirit that I have the gifts of leadership, wisdom, teaching, and discernment. And that enables me, because of the Holy Spirit gift in my life, because of God working in me, that enables me to do the work that we have to do here. And so I hope you understand that. I have received training in the pastor search ministry. Now, somebody in the first service saw this big book up here, and they said, man, we're going to be there for a long time today. Uh... This is a, the Transitioner Pastor Ministry is a Southern Baptist Convention-wide ministry operation, which I believe in, or I wouldn't even be sitting here talking to you about this. And in 2009, I spent a whole week, morning, afternoon, and night, at Lifeway in Nashville, Tennessee, with about 20 other pastors training in this whole process. This is our third source of, of guidance. The first source of guidance is the Holy Spirit. The second source of guidance is the Bible, the very Word of God. And the third source of guidance for the transitional process, I have my arm on right now. And it is full. And I promise you, you're not going to have to read it. I've read it. I follow it. It will be a guidebook for some of what we do. And I will be very pleased to be involved in that. So if anybody wants to read all of this, please let me know and I'll pray you out of that one. One more thing. I've done this process in churches in the past. And I'm just going to mention one. In 2010, 11, and 12, I was at First Baptist Church Suffolk church larger than King's Grant, about 400 people, and I will tell you that when I went there in September of 2010, I will say, and I've said many times, they were involved in World War III. It was a tragedy. They wouldn't even speak to each other in the hallways. Y'all are not there. You have such a loving spirit. There was animosity. There was a great difficulty. And they asked me to come there as a transitional pastor. And I was thrilled to do that. And I went there in September. I was with them for 16 months. And I worked 50 or 60 hours a week. I worked full-time for the church. I'm not going to have to work full-time for you folks. I'm not going to work full-time. I'm going to work 20 to 25 hours a week for our King's Grand Baptist Church. And we're going to do... This process with great gusto and with a lot of prayer and a lot of working on things. Now, quickly, I'm going to mention some more, and I'm just going to read them real quickly some more objectives of this transitional process. We're going to learn from past experiences. You learn from your mistakes, you learn from your struggles. We're going to free the church from hindering traditions. Now, listen carefully. Because there's some really hot buttons right there. I believe in certain traditions. Our Christian faith is a tradition that I love. But churches have have created man-made, hindering traditions. And we're going to work real hard to get away from those. We're going to put ministry and, in fact, We will move away from basing our ministries on traditions. And we will base our ministries on needs of people. Okay? So that's part of why we will move away from hindering traditions. We're going to move from any discord to harmony. We're supposed to be a family, loving and peaceful together. We're going to develop effective church processes, particularly in evangelism, discipleship, fellowship, ministry, and worship. And in fact, through the whole process, we're going to evaluate and look at every facet of the church, all the way into the finances, the facilities, all of what we do. We're going to be involved in looking at that. We want to grow people, grow the church. Not just numerically, although I would pray and hope that we will reach other people. Not so we can brag and say we're a bigger church, or so Pastor Don or Pastor Scott can say, Hey, look how many people we have. No, we're going to reach other people because there are a lot of people that need Jesus Christ. There are a lot of people that need the love of Him, the forgiveness from Him, and the support and the love from a good church family. That's why we're going to reach more people. But in that, we're going to grow spiritually. We're going to become, I'm going to become, I'm already becoming more of who God wants me to be. And I want you to become more of who God wants you to be. We're going to involve more people in effective service. I preached last week on being a servant. We all need to be serving some way, somehow. And then we're going to, and this is a really important one because there's been some conflicts we're going to transfer energy spent on conflicts and put it into ministry. Do you hear what I'm saying? There's been a lot, of minute, a, lot of, a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of talk about conflicts. Let's put that into ministry and taking care of each other and taking care of others and reaching people. That's part of the transitional process. And we're going to seek that. Now, Give me just, y'all are so good to give me this attention. Please understand that I had a little struggle doing this, not because I want everybody to know what's going on, but I hope that this is even part, and the beautiful music that we have is worship. But give me just two or three more minutes. I'm going to tell you what I'm doing right now and what I will do presently, meaning in the very, very near future. In fact, starting this afternoon, starting tomorrow. My work schedule for Kings Grant Baptist Church. I will be here. We will come over to our new residence here in Virginia Beach on Friday evening. And I will be in the office and be at work for Kings Grant on Saturday. I will be here at 9.30 to 10 o'clock. I will see people, I will prepare a sermon, I will do whatever the Lord presents in the morning. In the afternoon, starting this coming Saturday, every Saturday afternoon that I possibly can do it, I am going to visit three families. And I'm talking about coming to your home. I must, and this is part of being a transition pastor, I must get to know you. I must listen to you, I must ask you questions, I must see what you need, and part of what I will do over the next several months, now this will take some time, but I pray that I am in the home of every active person in King's Grand Baptist Church, because on Saturday afternoon, and we will call ahead, someone will call you to plan this out, I will not just come banging on your door. So, you know, I'm not going to catch you. No, I better not say it. But we will call, and then I will be at 1 o'clock, 2.30, and 4 o'clock. I will have appointments every Saturday afternoon to visit in your home. That is essential for me to be the leader in this whole process. Now, we also, I'm about to enlist some of you. You may have thought that you're going to, Ask me to come here, and I'm going to do the work. Well, I am working, and I am going to work. But I'm the coach. I'm the leader. And I am going to call and enlist five of you to be prayer partners with me, five people in our fellowship. And I'm going to ask you to pray every single day for the next several months for King's Grant and the transitional process and the peace, and the fellowship, and all that God wants to do here. I'm going to pray every single day. I'm already praying every single day. So there will be a prayer partner group that will be praying for this whole process every day. And then I'm going to enlist 15 of you, 15 of the leaders of our church, deacons, teachers, uh, people that are important to the health of Kings Grand Baptist Church and those 15 people are gonna be a transition team and I gotta tell you I will be calling some of you to ask for you to serve on the transition team and you will have a lot of work to do and you will get tired of meeting with me I promise you that but you will have maybe one of the best relational most fabulous experiences of service in the church that I know of because that transition team is become, is going to be a force to work this whole process to look at the church to help the church to pray for the church to work with me and to allow me again to just be the guide I value the leadership that we have here in this church and so some of you are going to be asked and. Within the next week or two to serve on the transition team. And that is going to be started and operating. My visitation is going to start next Saturday afternoon. So this is happening right now. And now, I hope you realize that what I've said does not happen just overnight, it will take some time, it will take some months. Months. I signed a year lease at this beautiful place that we moved into yesterday. I think it will be at least a year, if not more. But remember, the objective is so that you will have your next lead pastor come into a church that is already moving in a good and proper direction. That will be a blessing to you, a blessing to him, and mostly it will be a blessing to the Lord. And so we're going to work really hard, we, and I'm privileged to be here to be your transitional pastor. So I thank the Lord, and I thank you for that, and please constantly pray. Pray for each other. Pray for your church. Pray for me, just completely surround this whole process in prayer starting right now as I ask you to pray with me for a moment, please. Father, I thank you. I thank you that we're here. I thank you that King's Grand Baptist Church is here. I thank you for the past. I thank you for such powerful people, loving people that have led and worked and done We know there are a few struggles going on right now, but there's still such a great spirit here, and we thank you for giving love and forgiveness and peace and good relationships to so many, many, many people. And so now we commit ourselves to you. We commit ourselves to work in this transitional process. We commit that we are going to serve. We're going to glorify you. We're going to seek you. We're going to hear your voice. We're going to hear what you're saying, how you're leading us, how you want us to be involved in this whole journey. And we thank you for the opportunity, and we look forward to it. And we commit it to you, and we pray in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ.